Hey, and welcome to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast with Graham Cook. I'm your host, Michael Becchio. For more details about today's message, check the description below this episode. All right, let's dive in. Enjoy. Welcome to our devotional mentoring series where we're exploring the nature of freedom. Last week was the introduction to this first letter from God, so you might want to review that introductory session before beginning this one. This series will be a totally different experience than our previous ones, because we're not just learning about God, we're going to discover a higher way of being with God. And we're going to experience the absolute joy and delight that He has in you. The Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are going to come through the front door of your life, sit down with you in your living space, and talk to you about how they see themselves in their relationship with you. It's all about encountering their way of perceiving and thinking about you and the world that you live in. It's about receiving from them first and discovering the delight that they have in being with you in this devotional process. So the first thing we're going to do is relax. This isn't about you doing something. It's about receiving the gift of who God is for you. The gift He's giving you in this series is the gift of Himself. So it's about coming to God as He is, not as you are. So sit back, put down your pen and notebook if you have one. These sessions are designed to listen to more than once. And you can always make notes later. But it's essential that you lay aside a study mindset and posture yourself to receive what God is initiating. The whole idea here really is that Each of these sessions is like a week's worth of um, devotional time. So you may want to take the next five or six days in your quiet times to process each individual session. That's why it's not that important that you take notes first time around. So take a deep breath and be at peace. And listen to what God is saying to you in Revelation 13 and verse 8, when he says, All who dwell on the earth will worship him. Everyone whose name has not been written from the foundation of the world in the book of life of the Lamb who has been slain since before the world began. Hear God's primary purpose with man in Genesis 1.26. And God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. And now listen to the first part of the letter that he has written to you. It's called, It's Over. Something got finished before you started. So I'm going to put my glasses on because the print is a little tiny. You ready? Beloved. When we created mankind, the greatest possible gift that we could bestow was freedom. In order for you to be free, to choose your way, we had to remove our control over you 
as a possibility for your life. The essence of control is limitation, the curbing of free will and the repression of the individual. If you're to be fully made in our image, then you must have the same freedom that we do. We knew that freedom of choice would take some people away from our loving lifestyle. Beloved, we don't wish to control you. We don't want to control anyone or anything. But rather we want to walk with people through life situations and be in charge of the process of redemption. With that in mind, before the introduction of light, we made a decision that Jesus would become Emmanuel and save people from their sins. And he did that by taking their place in sacrifice. In due time, Jesus fulfilled that purpose perfectly. And now here you are with us. Before you were ever born, your redemption was already completed. Not just forgiveness from sin and self-destruction, but also the elimination of all forms of negativity in your heart and mind. That means any anxiety, fear, panic, worry, all forms of dread, every negative thought, every negative emotion, every painful word, and every evil deed. Freedom from all of that. That's true liberation. On the cross, you were in Jesus' mind, heart, and vision. Jesus could see the total freedom that death would bring to you. Your death as part of his death. A life for a life. Your new life lived in a joyful partnership of learning and becoming. Think about those words for a moment. Before there was an earth or a universe or even light, before you were ever born, your redemption was already completed. God initiated our salvation, a way to be with Him in His truth and His life. Not only before we were born, but before the foundations of the earth. It was a done deal before anything was made. Before time ever was, the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit planned and determined how they would make people in their image, how they would create a way to be with them so that we could behold what they're really like. And that as we continue to see the image of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we would become like them. So if we're to walk with God in the same fellowship as the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, then we must understand their vital purpose in relationship with mankind. To be made in his image and likeness means to have the same nature and to radiate it from the same source of inner light from God. That's what it means to have Christ in you, our hope of glory. So the purpose of salvation is freedom. It is for freedom's sake that Christ has set us free. The very core of the nature of God 
is the nature of freedom. But as a new believer, I remember I was introduced to a sin-conscious culture where teaching revolved around the control of behavior and everyone had to be under authority. Freedom wasn't prized in that setting. To many people, uh, freedom was seen as independence leading to license and possible anarchy. And rather than being discipled in freedom, we were taught how to perform as believers so that God could trust us. We were taught the long, slow walk of obedience, six steps to a better prayer life, four ways to overcome the flesh, eight stages of overcoming, and all of that kind of stuff. We were taught to focus on our performance in order to walk with God properly. And you know what all that led to for me? It resulted in me trying to get free by my own self-efforts, not realizing that in Jesus, I was free already. From salvation forward, I was free from being conformed to the image of this world, and I was now free to be made in His image. I was free to begin to see like Him, think like Him, talk like Him in every circumstance and with everyone that I encountered. But that wasn't what was happening because I had too many negatives in my mind and heart, too many fears, too much anxiety and stress, using performance to try to get somewhere with God. And the idea of a devotional life, that was just another reinforcement of my own limitations. I was continually trying to have a good quiet time with God. So often that meant prayers were a checklist of what I should be praying for. Reading the Bible was an exercise in logical truth application. And the more I longed for real freedom, the more inhibited and restricted I felt in my relationship with God. Every time I read the Gospels, I was sure that I loved Jesus. I knew about Him, but I wasn't always sure that He knew me. I was convinced that I wasn't good enough or I wasn't doing enough. But then, how much is enough? I was living to serve Him, but I found it so hard to enjoy Him. All my self-effort was to get God to use me so that I could be acceptable to Him. I hadn't realized that God is not a user. He's a lover. Difficult, tough circumstance. They were a common occurrence in my life. I was always battling something in myself. Convinced that my lifestyle was causing me to be judged and punished in some way. The teaching we received most was concerned with avoiding sin, not about the joy of becoming righteous. So my life was this roller coaster ride of self-exertion in performance and the uphill struggle to stay free before God. And control was the issue for me. How do I stay in right relationship with God through the ups and downs of life? 
If God was in control, why did I feel so out of control? Why was my spiritual life such a failure? I was crying out for holiness. So why was he not controlling my experiences and managing my daily life? I had all these questions. I know, what a mess, eh? And maybe that was just me. But maybe that's a few of you too. The good news here is that God is delighted to liberate you from those old ways of thinking and poor experiences. When we think of a devotional time with God, most of us have a history of coming just as we are with all of our issues, our problems, our dire circumstances. But He comes to us just as He is, unchanging in His true nature, with His perspective, how He sees us, what He loves about us, and what His purpose is for us today. You come to God as He is, not as you are. So devotional life is about you connecting with Him and allowing His beauty and His nature to overwhelm you with goodness and kindness. It's so good to relax in Him and let His love wash away all the negatives, all the stress, and all the weariness of trying to be someone for God, rather than letting Him be someone in you. So our lifestyle of devotion is where He happily takes the initiative, and we, we have the joy of response. <laughs>